Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to a bite-sized slice of Not Without My Sister. That's very good. Thanks, I'm Beatrice McCabe. I'm Rosemary McCabe. And we're here to talk about the most happening, important cultural moments that are in the news. Two weeks after they happen. And very briefly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get into saying anything too inflammatory. So yeah, we want to wait till the controversy has died down and then we'll wade in. Yeah. So now that I actually live in America, I have been invited, as have you, to a couple of Super Bowl parties on, in very inconveniently, Sunday, Super Bowl mm-hmm. Sunday. Like, why is it not Super Bowl Saturday? Because then all the kids were absolutely wrecked the next day. And I was wrecked, even though I didn't have a job to go to. Well, football you is also- always on a Sunday, but I do think that they should mm. give the kids the Monday off because everyone in America seems to, like, whether they watch the actual football or not, everyone goes to a party, everyone watches the halftime show, give the kids the Monday off. Maybe I'll run for school board and I'll be like, give the kids the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday off. I don't care about anything else. Ban all the books That's you want. That's a good idea. Just give them that Monday That's off. A good- no, and don't give them off Martin Luther King Day or President's Day because they could be in school learning about presidents and Martin Luther King. But also only give them days off if their parents or if like the working people in the family also have those days off. It makes no sense to me. The kids get Martin Luther King Day off and people in the family who work don't. So then you have to take a day off to mind your kids. That's right. Don't be so selfish. You don't have to take a day off. You could just mind the kids. You just want Brandon home to help you mind the kids. But you could be minding them. No problem. No, I'm talking about you. You, I don't have a job, Rosemary. I'm fine. I've got nothing to do here. Oh, sit around. You know what I mean? The general think about you. Presidents. Just sit around. Think about presidents. Rosemary, who's the name, 14th name president? Name American president. Oh. I asked you first, who's the 14th president? Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, great answer. I don't think so. I don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> 14th US president. Hold on, tell you now. 
Franklin Pierce, you got half of it right. Oh half my God, a point. I'm so close. Demi point. All right. So today we're going to talk about Super Bowl and the Super Bowl halftime show. Now, actually, I was at a table quiz recently where it was like, name all the performers in the 2022 Super Bowl halftime show. I was like, what? And of course, half the people there got it right. Missy Elliott, 50 Cent. Eminem and loads of other people. Eminem. I don't think 50 Cent was there. Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent was there. He was upside down. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Rosemary, name uh, the Super Bowl performer for 2023. Rihanna. Obviously, right? The best singer in the world, according to Chris Martin. So some strange commentary, a lot of like, you know, rather than just saying this was a great show, whatever, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of expectation wrapped into the Super Bowl halftime show. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to be there needs to be social commentary because obviously there was a big strike a couple of years ago and loads of people refused to actually participate. Rihanna being one of them. Including Rihanna in in 2019 because the whole Colin Kaepernick scandal. Well, I mean, it wasn't due to Colin Kaepernick, but due to Colin Kaepernick and the desire every the desire that everybody had for people to get on one knee and like how meaningful it became and politicized etc like nonsense so anyway so she performed this year no i'm saying it was nonsense that people were outraged if people wanted to take a stand and oh express I yeah, yeah 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 i get you okay yeah i'm like really it became like such a massive political debate and i mean if you want to make take a stand in my opinion you should be entitled to especially if it's literally a question of are you getting on the knee or are you standing up straight like okay wasn't the big issue with Republicans as well that they were taking the knee and refusing to sing the national anthem and they were all like, it's anti-American? Well, I mean, here you go. See, this is how, this way this needs to sh- stay a short episode because it's going to be inflammatory. Somebody's going to disagree with this, right? Like, definitely. Nobody has ever disagreed with me. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. We're, we're happy to be, we're happy to be there to, to be divisive on your behalf and like really make those statements and see, you know, ha- like have some good cultural debate. Okay. I can see from your face, Rosemary, that things are getting awkward. So we're going to move on. So Rihanna then came out all dressed in puffy red outfit, danced on a stage that I honestly was like fearing for her life on her behalf. Is that correct? Anyway, I was very afraid for her, especially at the like crescendo, ultimate pinnacle moment at the end where she rose way up into the air and the wires. On a tiny piece of cardboard suspended by tooth floss, basically. It was terrifying let me tell you yeah. Beatrice, i wouldn't go up on that platform if it was on nash's oculus if it if i knew it was a virtual <sighs> reality platform i would not get on it well that was a huge conversation that we had here like everyone was because i mean all the kids donna i don was like i mean safety would be you know top notch there would be so much i'm like doesn't fucking matter i knew i had a fucking oculus on and that i was standing on the wooden yeah. floor in my own house and i couldn't walk along that beam like no, i couldn't could make I. my legs do it they were gelatinous no. Me they refuse to cooperate. I started to get all clammy like I did when I t- got blood taken last week. And the guy literally said, oh, you've got all clammy. That's nice. Ugh. So then there were loads of conversations about like how she's setting the trend for, she's setting pregnancy trends in apparel. Vanessa Friedman in the New York Times had a whole article about Rihanna yet again, making a statement for pregnant women everywhere that when she first went out, when she got pregnant with her first child, she wore, like, she exposed her bump the whole time. And now she's kind of basically saying that you can wear whatever you like and blah, blah. I was like, 
I don't know. There was a, oh, there was also a lot of um, commentary around like this is amazing. Rihanna is showing people that you can be pregnant and do things. Is that something that people need to see or like need to believe? Do they believe that you can that once you're pregnant you cannot do things anymore? Yeah, I don't know that in 2023 we necessarily are still thinking oh pregnant women need to be wrapped in cotton wool. Definitely historically, right? There's been like oh you shouldn't get excited, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't stand on the bus, blah blah blah. But I do think at this point we're all kind of going okay, you know, we realize that being pregnant is not a barrier to living your life. I really appreciated her just wearing this huge puffy red outfit, J.W. Anderson, an Irish designer. I really appreciated that because I was like, you know what? We all could do with wearing more cozy, oversized, baggy clothes. Like the top she had on underneath was tight, right? But like, you, you know, you couldn't say at all that she was, as the Daily Mail likes to say, displaying her curves. You know what I mean? She was just, oh, like, she had every, I thought you're, everything on. I loved it. I thought you were going to say showcasing her pins. They loved that as well. Oh, they loved that. Yeah, she's on the beach showcasing her pins. Like, no, she's on the beach, not <laughs> sweating to death. Like, <laughs> uh, I did actually. I did. I did appreciate all of the. Um, yeah, I did appreciate that because I'm always complaining when it's like the tightest, skinniest, most scantily clad. Like, I think what she shows, what I read from her, is more. I wear what I want to wear. Like, if I want to yeah. wear a bikini, I'm going to wear it. If I want yeah. to wear a massive muumu, I'm going to wear it. Yeah, And I'm still yeah. a good performer and I'm still a good this and a good that. But like, it's interesting to me, so much coverage went into what she wore versus, I mean, there was coverage of the performance, but mm-hmm. so much of it was about what she wore. And I have to question, like, did reams and reams and reams of articles get put out there about Justin Timberlake's clothes? I mean, okay, unfortunately that was Nipplegate, but, you know. Oh, nobody cared about what he was wearing. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. even even last year, I don't remember seeing, like, I remember seeing people going, oh my God, it was an incredible homage to hip hop. But like, I don't think anybody was like, and 50 Cent wore a black top. Like, you know, of course he did. Do you know what I mean? I don't think anybody was talking about it. But I would love if that changed. But we all know that when you have a female performer doing a big show like that, people are going to talk about what she wears. And Rihanna would have known that too. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, so it was a statement like, I'm going to be the like menstrual Michelin man. That's what she looked like. <laughs> actually be a very handy outfit to wear if you like actually if you suddenly got your period that's true but i mean yeah. but the jacket was leather did you know that the big coat was leather so like so then, your that period would be... would just slide right off it no excuse me leather's not leather would just have a big stain on it then oh but was it not patent leather i feel like your period would just slide off it patent is it not patent patent do you say patently pa- obvious or patently obvious? I say it's patently obvious, but patent leather. I thought it was the same word, patent leather. Anyway, irrelevant. I mean, Rihanna's pregnant, so of all the times to speculate whether her period blood would stain her jacket, now is not the time. Excuse me, I wasn't speculating about anybody no, else's period blood. Me. I was discussing about my own, my own, if if the, my own hypothetical stains. Oh, <laughs> This has gone to a dark, stained place. Anyway, did you think she was good? You know what? Unlike Chris Martin, uh, not that my opinion is is not that my opinion is particularly relevant to anybody. I don't think Rihanna is the world's best singer. I think I like her songs. I think she's a good performer. I think, and like this maybe isn't relevant either, or like shouldn't be relevant. But I think she gives great face. Like I think she's a great performer, and like her looks at the camera, she's very. Uh, arresting or kind of mesmerizing as a performer and I think her music videos are very good I like a lot of her music 
I thought her performance was good. Yeah, I mean, I thought the dancing was cool. I think because the Super Bowl is in such a huge stadium, you have to do something that gives that like massive visual effect. And I thought having all the dancers, like they all looked a bit like synchronized swimmers to me. So it almost looked like, do you remember the opening of the Chinese Olympics where they did mm-hmm. these like amazing formations of dancers and stuff? That's kind of what it reminded me of. So I thought it was a cool performance. I watched it. I didn't like, I wasn't jumping up and down out of my seat, but I also wasn't going, this is crap. Because I thought like, I thought JLo and Shakira was a bit of a damp squib. Damp squib, listen to you. <laughs> I think that was 2021. I do have an English degree, Beatrice. I did like one of my favorite bands that does a lot of synchronized video stuff is uh, OK Go. I think I mentioned before, one of my favorite videos that they do is I Won't Let You Down. And honestly, when I'm in a not great mood, I put it on and it always cheers me up. It always makes me smile. And sometimes it makes me cry at the end. Just the genius of people. I just sit there thinking people are amazing. Makes you cry at the end. Honestly, is there anything that doesn't make you cry at the end? Is there anything that just makes you happy? What about that little ad for the the, the Danish train? Oh my God, that's gas. That, that doesn't make you laugh. cry, does it? Yeah, that's good. Well, you know, even The Last of Us last night when they were playing the piano, at one point I was like, this is so sad to me that people die and with them all their brilliance, like the profound brilliance of man, the profound talents of each and every single human. And it's so sad to me that that goes away and... Or is it, is it, it is sad to me that it's lost, you know, with every life that passes. And yet so amazing to me, the potential in every single human being. Amazing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
So Rihanna is one of those human beings. And I was like, she did a great job. She looked extremely unimpressed with the whole thing. She has a face. I also love says, that, though. I really like that. I mean, she has a resting bitch face. And I really like that about her as well. I didn't think I just didn't think that. I just think like she looks like this is fine. But I could be I could just as easily be at home. Have you seen her Vogue cover? Yeah. Because there's great outcry among the incels of the world about how basically I saw one today that was like, it's very clear who's the man in this relationship. Oh, I knew that was going to be a problem with it, with ASAP Rocky walking behind be, her on be the being beach. in the background. Yeah. And it's like, it's clear who wears the trousers. And then they're showing these other photographs of him. And there's a photograph of her where she's standing slightly in front of him. And there's a V over her crotch and it says pussy facing the world. And then there's a circle over where his penis would be. And it's like penis hidden away. <laughs> think now from now on when I have a photo taken I'm going to make sure my pussy is facing the world oh my god it me too it. and I'm going to make sure in all of my family photos that all penises are hidden away every penis hidden away exactly the dream Beatrice I mean they should be hidden away was he not dressed they were both dressed Beatrice but her pussy was facing the world that's how you know she's in charge I can't even I can say you know she's a troublemaker my god it's so ridiculous the bullshit we all have to put up with but like the bullshit the fact that they have to read this shit about themselves as well. You're just like, oh, people are losers. There's no other word for it. Losers writing that shit on the internet. It's just interesting to me, though. Like, it's sad as well that people genuinely feel so threatened by women or by like any... When you think about, you know, how much people have to overcome like a black pregnant entrepreneurial woman, how much mm-hmm. she would have to have overcome to get... Like it's all the more impressive yeah. And then instead it's like, she should be in the background. She should know her place. Like, what? Yeah, instead it's like, like she's not achieving anything. She's not this incredible powerhouse. She's an emasculating bitch. Well, as I like to say, can't she be both? <laughs> I would actually, maybe, maybe I should go back to, because I've often thought that I just like to be cremated and like have my ashes thrown wherever, like flushed down the toilet. I don't even care. But now I'm like, maybe I do want a gravestone so I can write an emasculating bitch. She always had her pussy facing the world. I know I wouldn't be writing because I'd be dead, but that's what I'd like to have written on my epitaph. You can tell mom. You might have to have it carved and put aside for when you're ready, for when you're ready to die. Well, let me tell you, Beatrice, just just, uh, just before we finish up now, speaking of being emasculated and who wears the trousers, it's definitely not me in my relationship because I'm up here working, right? And at 10 to 12, I went downstairs to see what was going on. Well, Muggins down there had made himself lunch. Had he made anything for me? No. Had he made me a cup of tea? No. Is he dead? Maybe. He should be. Has he been murdered? Not yet. Watch this space. Yeah, he's about to be. That's annoying. Your silence speaks volumes. I said that's annoying. Well, I mean, I can't really complain because, you know, I have mom here waiting hand and foot on me. I have dad waiting hand. I have like four course gourmet meals being made at the drop of a hat. I mean. Well, you just wait till 48 hours time. I'll be calling you going, God, I'm exhausted having all these meals cooked for me. Are you lonely? I'll be here for five days. I will be lonely. When they went over to you last time, I was shocked to look at my phone, think that it had been four days and realize it had only been 35 minutes since they'd left. I know you were very needy, but then you also told me the only notice dad wasn't there when you opened a bottle of wine and went, oh, where's dad? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good one. 
Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. There's more where this came from on our Patreon, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister, where for $5 a month, you can get an extra bonus episode every Friday and you'll get your regular main channel episodes early and without any ads. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. 